everybody to the Keto Endurance Podcast. I have a special guest, Brenda Richards. She is a Keto Gains coach and a super cool person. I saw her before and after pictures many times on the Keto Gains website. And then I met her in person at Low Carb USA. And I was so excited to meet you. And uh, your story is just very inspiring. So welcome. Thank you so much. So Brenda, let's talk about where you were before you talk about your life and how much you weighed and in general before you really made this big dramatic change. Okay. As an adult, um, I, like many others, yo-yo dieted most of, well, all of my adult life. And each time I would gain back more and more and more. Um, I tried so many systems, so many programs. Um, I could like play bingo or play a card game, you know, challenge because I've had so many different diets that I've tried. Have you tried this one? Have you tried that one? I can say yes to almost all of them. And in 2009, I finally kind of had a wake up call and realized that I was at my lowest point personally lowest point in terms of outlook on life and because of personal beliefs um, I didn't want to commit suicide but when I looked at how I was living I was committing suicide daily by bite by bite because I was so incredibly desperate so incredibly unhappy but I couldn't like actually commit suicide because I didn't want to hurt people that much but when I was looking at how I was living life Bite by bite, um, meal by meal, I was killing myself, and it was intentional. And I was at my lowest point in my life and reached out to a friend who had had bariatric weight loss surgery and talked to her, and she put me in contact with a local support group where I could ask questions, and I found a local doctor. I didn't even have a doctor because I didn't want to go in and have the same person tell me over and over and over again, you know, we've told you to lose weight and you're not because I was trying things and it just, I didn't find the right combination that worked for me at that point. So in August of 2009, I went to a doctor and um, talked to him about weight loss surgery and that was the highest known weight. Um, but because I knew that doctor's appointment was coming, I know I had lost weight to get there because I was watching what I ate. And so I know I had dropped weight. And just like in the beginning of any diet, you drop pretty substantial weight. So I would guess I was probably upwards of like 430 pounds by the time or before I went in to see him. My highest known weight on record is 407 pounds. And six months after seeing him, I had um, Ruin Y bariatric surgery and totally rerouted everything and the surgeon told me that I would have a honeymoon period uh, that I would lose weight and then after that weight loss would stop and for me that was 14 months later I lost I think total 160 pounds um, and then over the next five years gained back 30 pounds but the first four months after weight loss surgery were probably the worst four months of my life because every single meal I threw up. And for four months, when I look back now, I was basically starving for four months. 
I would get a little bit down, you know, but almost every meal I would end up, I would have a pain right here in my shoulder blade or my, below my collarbone. And when that pain would hit, I knew that the meal was coming back up. And that's how much I got in tune with my body and how often it happened. And it wasn't by choice. It would like hit the bottom of my pouch and then come back up. About two weeks after I had surgery, I ended up um, having to return in to the surgeon. I had what was called a stricture. Um, the bottom of my pouch closed. And the opening for a Ruin Y pouch is supposed to be about one centimeter, about the width of your pinky finger. And it had closed to, I think, 0.3 millimeters. And so I couldn't keep down water. I couldn't um, take Tylenol, liquid Tylenol. I couldn't take the vitamins. Of course, I couldn't eat. And so they went in and they had to, they had to open it back up. And so I started fresh again, like two weeks into the surgery, or two weeks after the surgery, rather. And so that was the first four months. And 14 months after starting losing weight through um, weight loss surgery, I stopped losing weight completely. And basically, other than the 30 pounds of regain over five years, had maintained that weight. And so that got me down to, well, when I started the ketogenic diet, um, I was 291 pounds. I'll explain how I ended up on the ketogenic diet in general, okay? In January 2016, I went into Walmart after work and nearly passed out standing in front of the pharmacy. I started getting that really flushed feeling. And um, I had been waiting in line, got up to the counter, and my eyes started rolling back in my head. And the pharmacist came running out from behind the counter, and a customer came up on the other shoulder, and they held me up. And they were asking, they're like, do you want to sit down? Do you want to sit down? And all I could think was, nope. I've waited in that line way too long for me to sit down. So you're going to sell me what I w had waited in line for. And they were going to call an ambulance. And I took off out of Walmart, went to my doctor the next day, had extensive lab work two weeks later, and found out I was pre-diabetic. And my doctor at that point um, told me that he either recommended a low-carb diet, the Atkins diet, paleo diet, or an anti-inflammatory diet. And he said, I really don't care what you do, but I want you to do one of those three. And so I went home that day, and I hopped on the internet, and I started Googling those three. Well, this is the one time the ads were good, because the things that started popping up were ketogenic. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to look at that. And, of course, Facebook ads started popping up, and they were all ketogenic. And so I clicked on a couple groups, and fortunately, I found a group that parallels the science of keto gains. Um, on that page, I met Tyler and Louise, because they were admins on that page at that time. Um, met some other fantastic people, some former admin at Keto Gains, some fellow now boot camp coaches. Um, I met them. Just started changing life right then and there. And luckily, and I say it's by the grace of God, I ended up on that page because there are some other pages out there that have totally different understandings of how it works. Yeah. So Great. in a long nutshell there. <laughs> and then after you switched to a ketogenic diet, I know you lost quite a bit more weight. Mm -hmm. I lost, I started the diet April 6, 2016 and hit my goal. Well, 
my goal was set by my surgeon when I had surgery because she told me I would never hit this weight. She told me that when um, I had surgery, I would never hit 160 pounds. So my goal was to get one pound under that. And so I hit that on July 3rd. It would have been 2017. So about 15 months after I started the diet. And I found it kind of appropriate being so close to Independence Day because I, I say that that's when I was finally completely free to live. Yeah, July 3rd, 2017. Now, because I've gained muscle and whatnot, I'm not 159 now. But that's okay. I'm okay with life. So to me, there's a, there's a lot more to it than just simply a number on the scale. So Yes, I agree. You, we just talked and met at Low Carb USA. But uh, I am I'm 20, about 25 pounds lighter than my heaviest. So I haven't lost a ton of weight, but I lost a lot of sizes. But I used to have asthma a chronic asthma and allergies and I don't have asthma anymore. So it's not always about the scale. It's not always about the size of your pants. It's about the quality of your life. Mm -hmm. When I started the diet, I had reached out to my best friend and I asked him, I said, well, when I hit my goal weight, if I hit 160, um, will you do something with me that I've never had the option to do in my entire life? And he said, okay, what is it? And I said, I want to go parachuting and I want or skydiving rather he said okay if you hit your goal weight we'll do that and I have to think that when I asked him he didn't think I would because he knew me during all those yo-yo diets he knew me during weight loss surgery he knew me stalled out for five years after weight loss surgery so I have to think he didn't really think I would hit that and he was the first person I called on July 3rd right after I got off the scale and said okay Let's schedule this and September 15th, almost a year ago, just over a year ago, um, we went skydiving out in Oceanside because when I thought of weight-restricted activities, that was the ultimate for me. But there were so many things that I was prevented from doing when I was my heaviest. And so I wanted to choose something that had never been an option and celebrate life and celebrate being able to be free to live the way I wanted to live. That's super awesome. Looking back, would you have started the ketogenic diet first or do you feel like the bariatric surgery was a good first step? If I had the support that I found when I started the ketogenic diet, well, what kind of kept me going at the beginning were like transformation Tuesdays and facelift Fridays. And I'm like, if they could do it, there's no reason I can't. But when I had looked at weight loss surgery, I was so incredibly desperate. I don't know that I would have believed that I could have done the diet. But when I help people now, knowing what I know about weight loss surgery, I, I mean, I ate dinner last night and my food still got stuck. And so that meant that the first two meals today had to be shakes, not because of choice, not because of convenience, but because I still have restriction. So the me of 2010 probably still would have had weight loss surgery. The me now, knowing what I know about weight loss surgery, knowing what I know about the ketogenic diet, knowing what I know about the side effects of weight loss surgery, knowing what I know about malabsorption, knowing what I know about the amount of lab work I have to have done regularly, 
I would not have weight loss surgery. And I actively, I admin on a couple pages. One is keto gains. One is another one, the same size of members pretty much. And anytime I encounter somebody that's looking into weight loss surgery, I said, let's talk. Because as a result of weight loss surgery, every time I go to give blood, it's a minimum of eight vials of blood. Every time I have weight loss surgery, or not weight loss surgery, um, go in for lab work, I can almost guarantee that overnight I'll gain about eight pounds. And that's because I end up having to supplement electrolytes so much and everything's wonky. Knowing what I know about weight loss surgery, I now know that I have to supplement magnesium at at least two to three times what the rest of the recommendations for ketogenic people are. So I have 800 to 1,200 milligrams of magnesium a day. Sodium, well, I think part of that's living in Arizona. I really have to watch that. In a very hot part of Arizona. Where you live, I think it's even hotter than Phoenix. Yeah, I think so. I live in Phoenix. And then also with side effects of weight loss surgery, I mean the the stricture, having to go back in there, starving for the first month after weight loss surgery, that's not a way to live. Knowing that I have so many issues. They told me when I had weight loss surgery that I would be anemic for the rest of my life. Interestingly enough, last spring though, um, well, last fall, my doctor took me off of iron supplements. And last spring when he tested me for uh, iron, I was high, which considering I haven't been taking iron now for a year and to be high, I have to be doing something right in terms of the diet because I was told straight out eight and a half years ago, I'd have to take iron for the rest of my life. How much have you lost total? At my very lowest, right around 250 pounds. Now from my potential highest weight, probably 260, 270, 275, but I don't know what my actual highest weight was. Yeah. That's, Amazing. I love the pictures in Keto Gains. Brenda posts like different things of how much weight she's lost. And um, you had like, was it? I think the recent one was baby giraffe, two month old pony, and a car tire was a combination that gave me 250. Yes. I was like, that's just amazing. Now let's talk about what you're doing now and how you are giving back and really helping people with their journey. I guess the biggest thing for me, um, I do coach for Keto Gains, and we'll talk about that in a second, but I volunteer as well. I want people to know that there's hope. I want people to know that they are worth the effort it takes, and they deserve the life they want to live. I think a lot of times people come in and they're so beat down that they don't see the hope. They don't see the freedom that they can find. Um, And it's not all about weight loss. I'm not saying that. But so many health issues are reversed through the ketogenic diet. So many people um, reverse diabetes, type 2 diabetes, reverse high blood pressure. They lose weight. um, No longer having to use CPAPs for sleep apnea, all kinds of things. So I try to, to instill hope, try to share my story because what kept me going in the beginning was seeing uh, men and women were, were the same size as I was and they were being successful. And I want to do that for others. When I look back at my life before weight loss surgery and also before the ketogenic diet, 
I say that I was held hostage by myself and I was held hostage by my body and I was not able to live the life that I wanted to live. And so I want men and women out there to know that that's not how they have to live. We talk about you only live once and it kind of clicked for me that, yeah, I only live once, but it wasn't that I want to live. I wanted to live crazy. I just wanted to live. I wanted to experience life. I didn't want to just exist. And that's what I want people to know. Looking back, when I was, well, definitely when I was 407 pounds or 425 or whatever I was, I was almost invisible. People would not look me in the eye. And this might have been part of how I felt about myself, too. But I remember walking by little kids, like at a restaurant, and they would, and then they would laugh. And that, I mean, every single time, that destroyed me a little bit more and more and dug me deeper into the hole. And now to feel confident anywhere I go, there are things I would still change. There are things, I mean, I have tons of extra skin. I'm not really a big fan of that, but at this point, I just kind of laugh about it and say if a big wind comes up, I could sail like a little flying squirrel or something like that. And will I consider doing something about it down the road? Probably. But right now, there's no reason to cry about it. I'm able to walk up a flight of stairs without getting winded. I'm able to sit in any restaurant booth without being fearful that I'm going to not fit. Able to fly in any airplane seat. And so I just try to share that hope with people. Quick to laugh at myself, but I'm also quick to remember where I was and where I am now. And share those stories with people. That's awesome. I think I love your story and your journey and, and how inspiring you are. Let's talk about how you um, started to coach for keto gains. And do you get a specific type of client, like people who are, are where you used to be? Or do they just give you people that they think your personalities will match? Well, in terms of strength training, I grew up within keto gains. I had never lifted a weight before my first boot camp. So I was terrified. I went to the gym the very first day of boot camp for the boot camp. None of them worked on my phone. I walked into the weight area, walked around, looked at dumbbells, went home and I sat on my floor and I cried. That was day one. So then after I had a good cry, I said, okay, you are not going to waste this chance because this might be your last chance. So I kind of had a come to Jesus, talk to yourself, get real with yourself moment. And I said, okay, so it didn't work out so well today, but what are you going to do about it? And so I took every single email link or every single link that was in the program and I emailed it to myself in one big old long email. And I went back to the gym the next day and I opened up my email and I could see the videos and I felt awkward. I felt uncomfortable. I felt intimidated. I was overwhelmed still, but I picked up a weight and had no idea what to lift. And so I just, I played with it till I said, okay, yeah, I can lift this little weight. <laughs> so I, I played, I played like a lifter the first day and kept going back, kept going back, kept going back. And then one day I kind of woke up and realized that it's not a, oh, I have to go to the gym. But I get to, and I realized that I had always thought I hated the gym, and it wasn't that I hated the gym, honestly. And I know you're an endurance runner and everything, but I hated cardio. And so 
when I talk about going to the gym and hating it, that's what I hated. And I didn't know that. I just, I thought I hated the gym. But it clicked for me one day that lifting was my thing. And lifting was a place where I could get in my zone and I could have my me time each day. About four months into it, I moved into the intermediate camp. Two days before I moved into the intermediate camp, my dad passed away. So my very first boot camp week as an intermediate, um, I was back home preparing for my dad's funeral. And it was a hard camp. It was hard workouts. And right then, during that time, I made every workout that boot camp. I had to shift things around. Um, I didn't go to the uh, gym on the day of my dad's funeral or anything like that. But I had to shift things. And it became aware to me in that camp that the gym was my oasis and it was the place where I could go heal and many personal records and many bad workouts also happened with tears coming down my eyes. Continued on in boot camp and then Tyler and Louise talked to me um, about coming on and helping and so I kind of interned for a camp and then um, started coaching within the camp. I don't know that I had clients right at first. I can't remember. But now I am the primary coach for the novice camps, but I help out and coach in all three camps. I have clients, uh, campers in all three camps um, and actively help out on the boot camp pages uh, with all levels. So our current theme is therapy by barbell for our boot camp. And I am the poster child for that because when when bad things happen, I used to dive into a pint of Ben and Jerry's. I used to reach for a big old pan, not like a microwave uh, bag, but a big old pan of popcorn, things like that. Um, but now when bad things happen, I'll go to the gym. And even if I've already gone to the gym that day, I'll go back and, and use the strength training to heal. And it's not about lifting at that point, but it's just about... Mm, survival, healing, overcoming, whatever cred is going on. That's that's why I and so many people love you. <laughs> You're just so inspiring. And I think that that's, I, I feel like that, but about, you know, I, I have run a lot of marath marathons and a couple ultra marathons, but mostly I love cycling. And that's sort of how I feel. It's a nice escape and a, uh, it's good to get away. But I do like lifting too. I just don't like it as much as riding my bike. So I'll share for you on your bike. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I mostly, I, I had so many, um, when I was a high carb athlete, I had so many injuries running that running's not as easy for me as it used to be just because I have so many issues. But I'm, I'm working on actually fixing that. I'm taking a, a course on run form and see if I can get running again. You know, it's good that you, you changed your diet around the same time that you started lifting. Cause I know that there's a lot of folks who do extensive exercise and who are following, like for me, I was exercising a lot and following a high carbohydrate, low fat diet. And it, it made it, it really messed up my hormones so it's I think that your story is inspiring and the route that you chose was even with the surgery you still had a path that got you to your goal relatively fast 
I mean, from 2010 to 2018, that's not that long. I mean, it's eight years to become a new person and to skydive. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know that I, I would have picked that. <laughs> so I think that's inspiring in itself. <laughs> so what do you see your next uh, endeavors? Do you have any plans like of something that you're going to do in the next five to 10 years with the new you? I'm not sure what, I mean, goals change. And when I started lifting, I had no desire to be a personal trainer, uh, but I went and got certified to be a personal trainer, had no desire. It had never crossed my mind first 46 years of my life, 47 years of my life. I went back and I am now certified as a sport nutrition coach or sport nutrition specialist. That's an official title. I may look at a strength coach. Why? Just because I find the, the information interesting. I don't know that it opens doors for me, but my dad used to say that uh, education is one of the few things in life that can't be taken from you, that you could lose your house, you could lose your job, you could lose your family, but your education is yours once you have it, you know, barring traumatic brain injury or something like that. But that once you have it, it is yours forever. And so he instilled a value in education that still exists within me. Um, it's just different education than what I was interested in, in the past. So I'll probably continue to look at certifications. I want to continue to help people find strength within them that they don't know exists because it's there. Sometimes it just, you need a map to find it. And so as Keto Gains coaches, I think that's what we do really well. I think we help people discover strength within them. And it's not all about physical strength. Um, I, yes, I am actually physically stronger. I know that. But I'm stronger in so many other ways. And that's what I like to see. I like to see the, lightning, the light bulbs go on for people and be like, oh, my gosh, I never thought about it this way. And you can see the strength growing within them in the change of words that they use. One of my favorite things about being a Keto Gains coach is seeing some of the campers that have stuck with us start to use the verbiage that Tyler, Louise, myself, the other coaches use with them, and they take ownership of it. Each boot camp, I choose a personal mantra for myself, something that sums up my personal mindset, my goal. Uh, the one I have for this boot camp is I can and I will, and I share that with the campers. When I'm lifting, you know, that's something that drives me. And when I'm eating or if I'm at a training for work because goodness knows they're not low carb, that goes through my mind. I can and I will. I have the ability to do this and I will do this. And so I share these mantras with them. Um, but one of my boot campers told me that her mantra for this uh, camp is you can do hard things or I can do hard things because that was something I had told her in conversation. And I said her name and I said, you know, you can do hard things. You have the ability to do that. And so that's become her mantra. And some of the other boot campers share different things that the coaches have told them. And when they take ownership of things that you have shared via coaching experiences, I think that's one of the greatest accomplishments and greatest successes. And one of the things I cheer for the most because, you know, that's life-changing, mindset-changing things going on for them. That's awesome. 
That's so cool. Can you tell the folks who are listening to this what a Keto Gains Boot Camp entails? Because I think I joined Keto Gains Boot Camp because I was curious. I heard a lot about Keto Gains and been on their page. And I'm like, I wanted to see what they're all about. And uh, I'll tell you, if, if you're listening to this, if you're an endurance athlete, don't sign up for Keto Gains boot camp unless it's your off season because it's they're not it's not compatible but um if you're interested in just um strength body composition and health and fitness i think that you're the i recommend keto gains to a lot of people so can you tell people like what a boot camp is okay it is uh we talk about it as a six plus one week program six weeks of active training one week of kind of deload and we are still there to support you. You still have the coaches available. You still have the boot camp family available. We use that term a lot um, because the other campers do begin to support one another and it does become a very close knit group. It is a, an online strength training and nutrition program. We teach people about the ketogenic diet. We teach them about the principles of protein, fat, and carbohydrate restriction. We teach them and help them get personalized macros. We provide them for them based on their current statistics, meaning body statistics, um, their goals. We have three different programs. We have the novice level, which is for inexperienced lifters, uh, whether they've ever lifted before or just have only dabbled in it. We have the beginning level, which is for... um, some people who have been to the gym, they've lifted some, they know a little bit about basic lifts, but they might not be super confident or they might not have a full gym available or a well-equipped home gym. And then we have the intermediate slash advanced level. Uh, and I say slash because we have people in there who have been in the boot camps for two years. And so they have learned a ton. And those are for more experienced lifters. It is for people who have access to either a commercial gym, full gym, or have a very well-equipped home gym. It provides support a lot more than the Keto Gains page does as a, an entity because it is a small group. You have, I think there's about eight of us that are coaching now. Plus, we also have in our English boot camps, the Spanish boot camp coaches as well. And they hang out, but they might jump in on a thread here or there. To help, so we probably have about twelve of us, I think, total in the in each of the camps that help out. It's a group coaching experience, um, but you do have an assigned coach where you would check in weekly with them, and all of your questions are answered within the group. And that's pretty much it. Creates accountability, support, encouragement. I mean, there's a lot of rah 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 motivation kind of things in there, but there's also a lot of what do you do after the motivation is gone? So we talk about discipline, um, habits, healthy habits in life, how to make the diet sustainable, because that's a common fear that people have about the ketogenic diet and whether or not it's sustainable. So we talk about that as well. And do weekly type lessons as well. And the, you can keep, there are people keep doing boot camps. Of them, even if they already know how to do the program, they just re-up because they like the group and the accountability. Well, every boot camp is new programming, brand new programming. Zach Moore is our programmer, and he writes new programs um, at all three levels. 
they are similar in theme, but different levels of ability based on the level of boot camp. So all of the boot camps going on right now have similar patterns in the, the workouts, but they are different. They are definitely very distinct in every boot camp. Even if you re-up for intermediate over and over again, you're not going to get the same program over and over again. It changes every boot camp. But you can keep going. So my mm-hmm. is that you can just keep going. People stay in the boot camps because they're continuing to grow. Right. Very cool. Well, thank you, Brenda, for coming on and talking to the folks. I just still love your story and love listening to you talk and everything you do. So, thank you so much, Stephanie. And uh, I, I appreciate the fact that you, um, you're willing to share your journey and helping to inspire others to have a, a good quality of life and a healthy body and mind and spirit. Well, I think what greater gift to give somebody than the ability to find the strength within themselves to rewrite their future, to change how their story ends. Very awesome. Very cool. Well, thank you. And if you're looking uh, to work with Brenda, you can go to, where do they find you? Keto Gains. If they go there, they will find me there. Just tag me or ask for me and I'll be around. I'm always there. Very cool. Thank you so much, Brenda. And have a wonderful evening. Thank you for coming on and, and talking to me. Thank you so much.